0: You're listening to Trinity Fremont's sermon podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. Our help comes from God, and again, He comes in that midst of that brokenness because there's there's a lot of brokenness in this world. There's, there's a lot of hurt and sadness and, and wars and diseases and death. Uh, I, as, as pastor here at Trinity, uh, for the past six years I've been here, and over those past years I've officiated in 46 funerals, but 36 of those have been in the last two years, uh, and that's not… That, those are just the ones I've officiated, right? Uh, Pastor Hoyer for a number of years, and then Vicar Rasky over these last years. So as we later in the service remember those who have gone to be with Jesus over, those, over the past year, uh, it's, it's 26 who are connected to Trinity uh, that, we've, that have gone to be with Jesus this year. There, there's a lot of brokenness in this world. As we think of that brokenness, I, I just think of those times where I get to sit with families, as they prepare for this funeral, even just this last Wednesday, as I was sitting with a family preparing for, uh, for their mom and their, their grandma's funeral, and, and, and me, my nature is that I'm a fixer. I like to, I like to fix anything that, that's broken, right? So, so my nature wants me to, to, try and, to try and heal that wound for them, to, to take away their pain, to, to, to wipe away their tears, to, to tell them that it's just all going to be okay. My, my nature is one that, that, that wants to do or say the right things so, to make them just feel better, right, so that when they leave my meeting or when they, when they leave the funeral, that there are no more tears, right, that, they're, that, that, that I've, I've done all the work to make them feel better. That's my nature, but that's not helpful, right? It's taken me time, and I'm, it, I'm still working on it because it's part of my nature, but, but it's taken me... Some time to, to figure out and, and to work on to realize that I just I can't fix it. Even though I'm a fixer, I can't fix it. I can't fix the brokenness. I can't fix the, the hurt or the pain or the tears or the sadness. But there is one thing that I can do. Point people to Jesus. Right? Because that's really the best thing anybody can do. Right? It, 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 As I'm connected with people who are hurt and broken, I can point them to Jesus. And as you are connected to people who are hurt and broken, you can point them to Jesus. And when I'm hurt and when I'm broken, the best thing that I can do is to to fix my eyes on Jesus. And when you're hurt and when you're grieving and mourning and broken, the best thing that you can do is to fix your eyes on Jesus because Jesus brings comfort. Sometimes it can be a tendency to want to try and relate with someone who is, who is hurting, who is mourning, who is grieving. And, and so, so in, in our desire to relate with them and in our desire to comfort them, we might use a phrase like, I understand how you feel. Or I, I, I get it, right? I, I understand what you're going through. But, but the thing is, I don't. Right? You don't. It, even, if, even if circumstances were the exact same in, in your life and my life, I don't know how you feel, and you don't know how I feel, but Jesus does. Right? Jesus is not a God who, 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 who is far away. Jesus is not a God who is, who is up in heaven, who, who just looks down on this, this world that he created cringing at how awful it is, saying, boy, I sure hope it all gets better, right? Jesus is, is the Word who became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus knows our pain because He's felt our pain. Right? The author of Hebrew tells us that we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. And so because of that, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace that we might receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need, right? And this, this, this text is really specifically talking about he understands our temptations, but he also understands our hurts and our pains. Jesus had friends, and there's a story in John 11 where, where Jesus went to be with his friends who were hurt. And in pain, Mary and Martha, because their brother Lazarus had just died, right? And so as he was, as he was drawing near, he saw Martha weeping, and the Jews who, were, who had come with her also weeping. And he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid Lazarus? And so, so they said, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept, right? Jesus wept over his friend being in the tomb But more than that, because Jesus knew that a few minutes later he was going to ask Lazarus to walk out of that tomb and knew that he would, Jesus wept over the brokenness of this world. Jesus wept that because of sin, people went into tombs. People like Lazarus went into tombs. He wept over the brokenness. But Jesus also doesn't leave us in that brokenness. Jesus promised that blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. And so what, what comfort does Jesus have to give us? Well, it's one simple word. Hope. Right? And, and when, we, we, when we use this word hope uh, in conversations, it's different than when we use it biblically, right? Because in conversations, we might say things like, boy, I sure hope the Huskers get six wins and get to a bowl game this year. Or, or I sure hope that the basketball team, uh, the men's basketball team, makes it to the, to the March Madness and actually wins the game for the first time ever. Or, or boy, I hope the volleyball team stays undefeated. That would be awesome. But hear how I ended it. That would be awesome. It would be really nice if, right? That's what. That's what conversational hope is. It, it, it's a wish. Uh, 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 it sure would be nice if statement. But that's not what biblical hope is. Biblical hope is a sure and certain confidence that because. We have all this proof that Jesus has kept every promise. Because he has kept every promise, he will also keep all the promises that are still yet to be fulfilled, the promises of the last day, one of the promises that we just read about, right? The, the elder that was around the throne of God with all those who were around the throne of God turned in, to, to the evangelist John in this vision that John had of the last day and says, these are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have, they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple. And hear how these promises start. Hear what, hear what, hear what the elder says. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them in His presence. So the first, the first promise that we hear is, is there's a protection. In that last day, there will be no evil. Right, we will be protected from all evil because he who sits on the throne, Jesus, will protect us. They will hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat, for the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Look at all those promises. Look at the promises that will be fulfilled on that last day. No more hunger, no more thirst. Last week we were in Revelation 21 and talked about no more more sickness, no more sorrow, no more pain, and no more death. And here we see it is God who will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Jesus who will wipe away every tear from your eyes and mine. And my nature is one who wants to be a fixer, but it's, it's not me, but Jesus. Right? I cannot heal your wounds, but Jesus can. I cannot take away your pain, but Jesus can. I can't wipe away your tears, but Jesus can. I cannot bring your, your loved one back to life, but Jesus can. And not only Jesus can, but Jesus Will, Right, on the last day Jesus will heal all of your wounds. Jesus will take away all of your pain. Jesus will wipe away every tear from your eye. And Jesus will raise up to new life all those who have gone in faith before us. And all those who are still here on this earth will be raised up to new life. But how do we know that that Jesus will? do what He says He will do. Well, not only do we have all of those promises that He has already fulfilled, not only did Jesus come and live among us, not only did He put on flesh to become human, not only did, do we share emotions, not only does He understand what He feels, uh, What? not only does He understand what we feel, but He also took on something that was meant for us. Jesus went into death that was meant for you and me, and and in doing so, He took all of your sins on Himself as He hung on the cross. And then as He breathed His last, He took those sins with Him into the tomb. But Jesus did not stay in the tomb. Right, three days later, Jesus rose from the dead, defeating sin, death, and the devil. Jesus is risen from the grave. And because Jesus is risen, so too will all those who have faith in him be raised up to new life on the last day. We know that Jesus will keep his promises because he's already destroyed death. And we look forward to that last day when he will ultimately, finally, destroy death once and for all. And so in the midst of your hurt, in the midst of your pain or sadness or grief, may you fix your eyes on Jesus who is the author and perfecter of your faith, who for the joy that was set before you, despising the shame, endured the cross and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I can't fix anything, but Jesus can, and not only can he, but Jesus will on the last day. And so let us fix our eyes on Jesus today and every day until that last day when we will be gathered around His throne for all time. Amen? Amen. Amen.